Top 10 exclusive. We are the internet. Yeah, I don't the bitch. Fuck going Top 10, we're joined today by a special guest. Uh, and we're actually, what's funny is we're making an exception, right? Because mm -hmm. usually we have rappers on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. But today we have someone who is not a rapper, formerly dabbled in beat making, and is currently uh, just, just changing the game in ways that he's going to explain on the show. But, uh, you know, this introduction is for Carl Legret, man. Thank you so much for coming and tapping in with us. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We appreciate yes. it, man. Um, so we were just talking about Rochester, New York. Uh, I feel like it's only right to start there. Yeah. <laughs> Given like... The origin. Yeah. So the you're rock. you're born yep. there, right? Born there, yeah. Born in Rochester. Yeah, I okay. lived there all the way till I was 19. Damn. And uh, just come on, for people that have never been to Rochester... Paint it for me. Yeah. So again, Rochester, New York. Anytime I say I'm from Rochester, New York, people's mind jumps to New York City. Right. But, you know, there's similarities as far as like slang, style, whatever. But, you know, just to give it like a geographical perspective, I mean, like I was saying before, it's like a two hour drive from Toronto and it's like a six hour drive from New York City. So it's kind of its own thing. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just quick, super, super hot, humid summers Fuck. and long, long, super cold, winter. dark winters. <laughs> yeah. Did it, did it ever, you like, fuck with your mood, like, as you were growing up? Were you ever, like, hella sad because it was mad cold all the time? Stuck inside. So, honestly, I don't think you realize until you come to a place like L.A. <laughs> and even um, one of my homies from Buffalo came out not too long ago. It was probably, like, February at the time. Oh, and uh, he it just was, said, he's like, bro, this is so good for your mental health being in right, LA compared dude. to there because it's just crazy. Buffalo's different, dude. Different. People, did you see those people that uh, they were trapped in their car and just froze yeah, to death? Bro. And that was them like by choice. They're like, nah, we're not going anywhere. I, it's like they were crazy. warned. I, you know, they're staying in targets and shit. I don't want to sound rude, but I just know Buffalo has a ton of crackheads there, right? Oh, they hell have, like yeah. a bunch of smokers there. Hell like, yeah. That's what I know. Like that's what I hear. Right? Dog, shout out to Griselda. Yeah, we're, to we're BSF. Uh, yeah, so I was talking about um, like just being like in like the sun and all that. So since being down here, it's really like you can see the difference for sure. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like the sun, the difference it has on your mood. Um, I mean, bro, we had we had cold Easter's. Fuck. Usually, not like a one-time thing. It was yeah, common. Like, usually, because I mean, it's either like end march beginning of april or maybe it's end of april but if it's the former like that's gonna be a cold easter oh my and god and like that's one big big difference i've noticed here is like spring starts kind of like poking through in like february yeah mm -hmm. over there you got a long way to go like a long way to go Holy bro when i was shit. little i would uh groundhogs day or whatever i'd be like come <laughs> on bro like <laughs> yeah where's the fuck is that yeah it's the shadow or don't see the shadow or whatever that was like a big deal i'll be like yeah please i can't do this anymore because <laughs> it's supposed to be six more weeks but so as a kid um growing up in rochester like what do you what do you do for fun there yeah listen to music what like what what do you so, do for fun yeah i mean music for me was always like that one thing but i guess um it's it's like high school sports is like huge. That's huge. Like yeah. you're like celebrity, Fuck. you know. Um, high school <laughs> basketball championships are at where like our 
like ABA team plays that we have yeah. and it's like a big deal when you're playing. So yeah, it's super big high school sports. Were you ever involved um, in any kind of sports? Yeah, yeah. Like rec league I, I, or I played basketball. Um, I played baseball growing up too. I played football nice. for a little bit also. Nice. But yeah, definitely big, big basketball. Um, you know, basketball actually, you know, that's what I did like all day, every day. Like played like pretty high level AAU and stuff, played against a bunch of Damn. you know, yeah, like I was like the best player on a pretty bad high school team. <laughs> That's and good. Then, and then I was the worst player <laughs> oh, no, on a really. super yeah. nice AAU team. Yeah, that, yeah, But that means you're skilled. Yeah, yeah, You can't. That's not nothing. Right, right, right. You yeah. know what I mean? You still hoop? Not really as much. We got a basketball hoop at Create. So sometimes artists be coming. We'd be shooting, putting money on the floor and stuff. Like, nice. Yeah. So Have we'll you be, made some we'll money that way? Like that. Yeah, I made some money that way. I've <laughs> lost some money that way. But um, no, I don't play too much anymore. But my shot was always... You know, it's still here. It's that was always like my one thing. So it helps in those instances, but I'm so not you really had a doing nice shot. Y- yeah. What was, was your What was your position? I played like shooting guard. I kind of got moved to oh, point guard, it. but okay. I was just like, like I was like 15 points, five threes type of guy. Oh like, shit! You're like yeah, Clay yeah. Thompson type shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like not really trying to dribble like that. Just like, yeah, just give me a, yeah. yeah. So they tried to move me to point guard my senior year because of whatever and. I mean, was it okay? Like it was fine. Yeah, I would have preferred it the other way. But what type of point guard were you? Did you have like court vision and shit? Or yeah, I was. Were you yeah, like was a shoot first point guard? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a shoot, but shooting off the dribble is a lot harder than like Fuck yeah. stuff makes this shit look so easy, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. Makes it looks so. I'm easy. not even like a huge well, like sports guy, but I could just tell you like, bro, he makes that shit look easy. So the decision making is nuts. You know what I mean? Like driving, kicking, like yeah. what are you going to do, you know? Exactly. But that's actually, um, basketball is what pretty much started it all off because right. from basketball got super into hoop mixtapes. Right. From there got super into beat instrumentals in the background. Right. From there started tracking like internet producers at right. the time. Right. And that was like my... The genesis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though I was just, I wasn't doing it for a reason, but then sometimes it's like when you get put in the position, it's like, oh shit, I've been training for this my whole life. I just never even knew it. I was going to ask you just a little so later on down the line, but since we're kind of like on the subject, do you feel like you bought the whole like type beat producer to the mainstream and been able to get them paid? Cause I watched another interview where you said you've seen guys go from being like croc guys to being like rip masters. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're one of the pioneers that kind of like, like, you know, bought recognition and bought payment to these guys? Yeah, so I mean, I would say the the tight beat like world getting on the map and those producers evolving into mainstream and having like ton of ton of hits, that that doesn't really have much to do with me. Like that was gonna happen with or without me, but I would say like me along with a few others at the time that might have been doing it slightly different or in their own style. Like that was really the beginning of these people knowing that. There's a whole, basically a whole revenue source over here for you that's unlockable that you don't even know exists. And that's basically like you're running your channel as a normal YouTuber, even though you're posting tight beats and you're making money via AdSense from your channel. Right. But where the content is on your channel is floating around in all these places off your channel and you're not getting paid from any of that. Right. So that's where it kind of like that's where it kind of like kicked off and then it kind of started going to the next level. So I I was just going to say rewinding a little bit. Mm -hmm. You said, you know, you were into music and then 
you know that that led to like listening to the fucking hoop mixtapes and then picking up those beats in the background like was anyone else in your family doing music or was anybody else musically inclined what about your parents you know what i'm saying like how did you like how did you get into music that way that's so cool it always just you know? kind of grabbed me. I mean, like my dad does radio, so oh, yeah. Sick. So he does radio. Um, so we've always kind of been like around it right. because of that. I don't really think there's anyone in my family that does music. Like, wow, nobody at like the family cookouts or whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> like rapping. Yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> or but, playing um, music. What position in radio? Like, he's a host. No, no, he's not oh, a host, like, uh, behind-the-scenes business okay, stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's at iHeartRadio now. Okay, dope. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sick. So that's actually how we all got to L.A. Basically, oh, he was, like, that's in Rochester. He was doing Rochester radio. Then he actually, early on in my life, moves, stays in Rochester, but takes a job at in Buffalo with the Buffalo Bills radio network. No so way. So he's driving from Buffalo to Rochester every day. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. What in the winters was crazy. Oh my God. Your yeah. poor dad. I know. In the winters is what crazy. a hard what a hard worker. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Pops for <laughs> loving maybe, his Maybe fam, you got though. ethic from him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like the hardest that's, worker I know. That's fucking nuts. Shout out yeah. for Pops, man. Shout out to you do for your kids, man. As a matter of fact, that makes sense because would that would that place the Bills as Rochester's team? Yep. You guys love the Bills, right? Thousand thousand percent. You wouldn't yeah, be yeah. like the Jets or uh, yeah. Fucking that's all we got. <laughs> like, yeah. I bills mean, are so important. It's man. like Bills and then Syracuse basketball. Yeah, right. right, 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 right. You got those two. Yeah. That's like the best shit. Someone's gonna be mad when they hear that. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be mad at me for telling the truth. But, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. So that's Bills country, technically. Hell yeah. Wow. All bills. Yeah. Holy shit. Everybody's got like a Josh Allen jersey and shit. Bro, I went back. I went back my I went back for a family wedding like three, four weeks ago. Oh, recently. And I um her husband's actually from Buffalo too. Oh, so cool, Rochester's cool. bills out and they're super duper bills out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Buffalo I just started is, realizing yeah. like I I don't know if if I was like like this back then but like you can't even say anything bad about the bills no, like, no. somebody asked me my honest opinion and i was like <laughs> sheesh i mean to be honest like Diggs and allen i don't really know what's going on it doesn't seem yeah. bad but it doesn't seem 10 out of 10 amazing <laughs> i kind of feel like the window was already opening i know open, it's and like, now it's like maybe not closed but clo bro people are getting mad at me i'm like dude so all right i mean yeah you enjoying the carrots? Like, we want to talk about something different. Like, I've, yeah, I've learned as, shut you down. as time yeah. went on how important football is to some people. Oh yeah, like their life revolves. Around oh my it. god! If you if Dude. you have a shit career and you don't care, you know what I mean. That's what you live for. You live mm -hmm. vicariously through these like players. Yeah, like Bro. I've never played fantasy football in my life. That's Literally. fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's so good. It's a lot of fun. You'll make so much money if you do <laughs> no, it the right way. Right. Right. I'm with you though. Like, I'm yeah. Not. Do you play it now? Fuck no. No, I do play it now. Of yeah. course. Oh yeah. my god. There's probably a create league. But, but there is. A create <laughs> yeah, see. But, but to be honest, I come in last every time. He's I, like, I'm the commissioner. To set my lineups. I'm um, about yeah, yeah. to do it, and someone calls me and whatever. And but that's what I mean now. Like your life is at a such exactly. a different level, and you're so like. Yeah. I heard you say another thing. You were like, if I had a hand in a big release this week or this month, like. You're wrapped up in that shit. You're not 100%. thinking about putting in your damn bet on fantasy football. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. That doesn't devalue it. He's just busy. Yeah, just busy. <laughs> but no, it's a cool way to stay in touch with like the homies from Rochester. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you have group chats around it. And now it's right. like a little funny, little funny things. Yeah. But, 
Oh yeah. my god. So so getting into the music shit. So while you're developing your taste for music, right? Mm-hmm. What are you listening to? So back back in the day, yeah. Lil Wayne. It was like no, it was a thousand percent Lil Wayne, but it was like back back in the day, it was like the earliest stuff I can remember is just very, very into like Eminem, but really Dr. Dre. I mean, the chronic was, I was, I don't even know if I was alive yet, but like 2001 Dr. Dre, which yeah. I'm sure like a real Dr. Dre historian, I don't know, but like <laughs> the watcher, but that for me is like fantastic. That, yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. all I'm listening to. Yeah. Then 50, like I loved 50. Get Richard Die Trying. Get Richard Die yeah. Trying. Uh, the massacre was really like my 50 Ooh. era era though when I was young. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Is the massacre? Disco Inferno. <laughs> Bro, I remember one time. Did that have Candy Shop? Massacre. Massacre is crazy. It did. It did have Candy Shop. That video changed my life. I like to ask people about like certain songs that are wrapped up, like, or they have memories to. Mm -hmm. What song do you remember from that album? Like, can you put like a vivid memory to? Oh, yeah, yeah. Disco Inferno. (laughs) I'm in my family's. office like my dad's office at the house yeah. mm-hmm. and i got a full screen music video going crazy and my mom walks in and she was not happy like, <laughs> she's like what bro, the fuck bro the uh, the very very first scene if i'm not mistaken is like g- girl huge ass butterfly tattoo on each cheek like <laughs> oh, nice. my mom walks in she was like freaking nope. out i was like i'm just trying to like listen to the song i don't yeah. know what's going on with all this other yeah, stuff yeah that's like, not relevant hey, i don't know what's going on hey. that just happens to be there i didn't even know it was a video <laughs> that's a good but yeah no that was good hated or love it's like yeah. growing up one of the top ones yeah 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 for sure oh, yeah, but yeah so ones. you were listening to so 50. that was the early shit did you ever like what 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 did that evolve into I mean, I, I still remember like I got uh, an like an iPod shuffle for Christmas one year when I was yeah. super super young, Shout out, and Shout it was just shuffle. I was going crazy like yeah. running around. The was house. it the clip like, one? It wasn't the clip. I think it was one before. The, it was the little stick. The stick. Yeah, the little the white stick. stick. Yeah, that was no my screen. first. That was my first iPod. Yeah, yeah. No I, screen. I, was, I was going. It crazy. had uh, five hundred and twelve megabytes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so small. Was that, what, what was the the baby? That was the one? second. That was a shuffle. nano. No, no. The original shuffle had like a lanyard. Yeah, it had a you lanyard. You wear it like a necklace. What? Yeah. Those were hard. They're basically thumbsticks. That's yeah, how I'm trying to find. Do you know what I mean? Like, somebody gave me a how I got to put on to Drake was somebody gave me a shuffle. With Drake, what? Uh, it's kind of legendary. What, uh, I just want to be. No, what, what was the first CD? Drake. Yes. What was like the first mixtape? Uh, so far, uh, so, so far, far gone. gone? Yeah. I was like, this guy's or amazing. Was it There's the one before that where he's got like the, yeah. the pea coat on. Yeah, yeah. Um, comeback or something. Comeback season. Come- it had it had something like that. It I think you're right. Though. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, it's that. No, I remember. I remember my first Drake stuff. Driving a basketball camp. And like best I ever had, just playing. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah. That was on every fucking radio station. Yeah, that was crazy. That was yeah. everywhere. It was. That was crazy. Every radio, you couldn't escape it. You know what's crazy is, um, speaking of Drake, um, the on the radar Central C thing just came yeah. out officially today yeah. or last night. Um, shout out my man Gabe. I've been working with Gabe and on the radar, watching them yeah, for some shout years out to now. Them. I've been uh, working with them for about probably like a year now. Just a crazy moment. Like, shout out to him, man. He he really deserves it. But um, with Drake, I was going through everything. The P line on like all those albums outside of the last three years is just Cash Money Records. Doesn't say anything else but that. Is it? Yeah, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I wonder how, like, how the business was structured or got like how it got a, resolved, a, yeah, a, a, updated or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, because I thought didn't they? This is actually we're gonna get into this later, but didn't they? Didn't he own? I thought he like bought it out or something. He definitely had to pay Birdman some money. Yeah, know? that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I don't right? want to speak too much. You so know how? You have to hate a man how did that? Yeah. Shout out, baby. <laughs> yeah, shout out, baby. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, how does that work? I don't. I mean, I would imagine maybe he had had more to deliver. Right. As far as what he was obligated to do. And he figured out a way to like give them an amount and maybe even more of the back stuff or the next two releases or whatever. Right. And then that like they kept all of that and then he got to move on after that. Right. But okay. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I was just looking through it yesterday. It's interesting. Well, but. no, I know like uh, Kendrick, the, I remember this from. Uh, Jesus Christ, backseat freestyle. Like I, I remember watching that music video mm -hmm. and all you had to do on YouTube back then is just scroll down and it would tell you like Geffen, Epic, Island. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. And then it's like at the very end, it'd be like Kendrick Lamar or something. Right. And you're like, huh, it's not how they split bread. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then after that last project, um, he started, uh, what's his, a uh, PG, PG Lang. PG Lang, yeah. So I think that got him out of TDE. Yeah, I think, I do think that last, album double album whatever it was was yeah they that was it yeah and then now he's doing his own thing I'll yeah see, he's like making thing. a film or something with the uh, matt stone yeah. and trey parker which yeah. is nuts that's probably gonna be insane good kid matt city might be the best album of all time i think it is i mean arguably but it's that fucking fantastic crazy. yeah you remember like i remember when i heard like do you know what i mean like it's still, there's it's still, it's it sticks still, in your fucking it's brain still can get played that's how I, it's been what, like, how long, how many years has it been? I think 2012. 2011, yeah, 2012, yeah. 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 Almost yeah. 10 years. Yeah, 10 and years then plus. Pimp a Butterfly, like, two years it's, later. All the albums are great. Honestly, they take, they take, like, three or four listens for me to really, like, really get into it and, like, really understand it. Yeah. But, like, those are great albums for sure. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Fucking A. So you, let's, let's pick up where we left off. So you're growing up there, you're listening to music, you're hooping. Then you go to college. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm, I listened to an interview of yours recently because we do research. Yeah. And I, it was a great I interview. You, guys know so much you, about you did a great job. You oh, did a great you, job. It was you. a great interview. It was fantastic. Shout out to the dude who interviewed you, too. Yeah. Um, but you said something like you had buddies who were like bankers or like they're in their 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like giving up. Like you're watching people just kind of like like sophomore year in high school was like the yeah. <laughs> that was the cutoff yeah. to like decide what you are yeah. or whatever. And, okay. and that just never sat right with you yeah not really like <laughs> i would say basketball is like my love and what i did but there's some things that you like wish for and hope for and there's other things you just like know you know what i mean right right like i like when i went to bed at night i would wish and hope and dream to make the game winning three when we're down by two with 10 seconds left in the basketball championship but right, like right it wasn't something I just knew. Whereas right. this music and music business shit, it was like I always knew this shit was gonna work, and I don't even know why, but I just always knew. Wow. Like, and I mean, I know that there's a lot of people like this, but like whenever a topic on this new artist would come up or this or that or whatever, like I could give you like a whole thesis paper on their whole life and everything <laughs> that was going on and why this is like this and boom, 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 whatever. Right. Um. And again, it was just like just because it was what I was into, what I was interested in. You know, even now, I don't really like 
I don't really like watch any like shows or movies. Like everyone makes fun of me all day. Cause it's like, you've never seen the movie blow. You've never seen the movie <laughs> this. You've never seen that. Like I haven't really seen anything. So I just sit there and I'm just watching like yeah. everybody's interview ever. Every interviews, every interviewer's interview ever. Every interviewer's podcast episode ever. Every academic's Twitch stream. Like I have never missed like a single thing. Like, wow. That's like all I watch. Like you consume all that all, content. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like background, like going on 24 seven. Like, wow. Yeah. And I don't even know, like. No one's that, where that came it. from. Yeah, it's just, but it's always <laughs> it's, been like it's, that. It's, it's been your love, right? And yeah. like before the, I guess, well, you grew up in the internet stage. Were you like that from like a youth? From like from like when you were like middle school? When do you feel like that first started picking up where you like, oh, I need to read up. Oh, this 50 Cent shit. 50 Cent, for example. Yeah. You knew all about 50 Cent at the yeah. time. You used to watch like all the MTV shit, the cribs, everything. Yeah. If your parents asked you about Fifty Cent, you would have known. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's fire, bro! I remember. Um, I remember explaining like Biggie, Tupac, <laughs> to your parents, to, to not even my parents, <laughs> my neighbors' like, parents. No one's caught over the there, killer. Like hanging out. Yeah, I remember like explaining it to him. She's looking at me like, "What the hell She's is going like, on? Why is he so into yeah. it?" Like I'm like explaining it to her. Like I don't even know why. Like. <laughs> and hip hop has always been like the genre that like gravitates to you. Do you feel like that's because you grew up in Rochester and probably like where you grew up in like the schools or because obviously like everybody has a different love of music, right? And different. Yeah. What I guess what made you gravitate more towards hip hop and like, you know, I think like it's more so about because even in Rochester, there's a ton of people who all they do is like listen to country and just wait for. Zach Brown band to come to Darien Lake and Buffalo every summer. <laughs> that's like that's really all they funny. do. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. But I think like the way that it was like the way that it just pushed like the culture forward and it stood for a lot more than just music and Vince Carter's in the dunk contest and he dunks and then he says it's over and then he does the brush your shoulders off. Like yeah. it's more than just the music. It's a whole like shout out Vince. You know what I mean? Like yeah. movement. Yeah, it's a movement. Exactly. Do you have siblings? Yeah, yeah, I have siblings. I'm the oldest of three. Oh, so mm -hmm. I thought that maybe you have been gotten, getting some influence from like an older sister, or older yeah. brother. So pretty much all your younger siblings listen to hip hop or no? Yeah, yeah. My um, you, you set the trend in the household. Yeah, exactly. My. My sister, it's a lot of hip hop, etc. She actually just like sent me what she was listening to today. She's a big Swifty also too, though. Shout out her. So she's more like my sister is she's too. a little more multifaceted. <laughs> and then my brother is um he's like pretty much all hip hopped out. He uh I'm always kind of like staying up with what's going on. He has a good mix of like new and old and the golden era hip hop and wow. you know, still staying up. like his playlist might go from like you know. Baby Tron to like Ooh, that's a fire one. I like yeah, that. Yeah. That's a shout out, yeah, shout out, Tron. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he, he might go from like Baby Tron to like you know one of those old the game classics or something yeah. like that. Like he's got a lot of variety. It's eclectic. Yeah. So you said something a second ago. You said I always knew that this music shit would work, but I just didn't know what before you kind of got on to like this whole hoops mixtape and kind of finding your lane. Would it? What did you feel like it could have been in music? What were you thinking before? Were you thinking you're gonna be like a a, a host or like a, a hip hop journalist or yeah, something yeah. like that? So um, yeah, I wanted uh, being a host was something that like super, like it it super it just grabbed me. Like I I thought that I wanted to do that for a while. Um, the the first like 
piece of the blueprint really was, well, I guess the first piece was me like studying up on all the stuff, even though I didn't even know I was studying. But then um, I started a hip hop um, Instagram page. Yeah. yeah. And then built that up pretty quick. And I started posting a lot of stuff that I liked, but then I also started realizing pretty quickly what went when I posted what and how some of these people had different like grips on the internet, like an X or ski mask or something like that. And I started just noticing that. Yeah. And I started noticing that super quick. Cause back then this is, um, this is like when I first get to LA and I'm going back to Dayton, Ohio for my second year of school. And I have like a 60 day, um, summer break, but I'm not going to get any internships or jobs. Cause like, why would they hire the person who's going to be there for 60 days as opposed to, yeah. Right. So that's when right. I'm just like getting to it on my phone and like doing your own internship. Yeah. Yeah. Basically <laughs> yeah. Doing my own internship. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. And then that turned into uh, a website I did with Wix. Cause a lot of people started asking for like blog write-ups and stuff right. like that. And I didn't have any connects to any blogs. I tried to like reach out to some, stopped after like two days. I was like, I'm just going to do this myself. So I can just be like, Oh yeah, I can get you right up on here. But that was really me too. <laughs> it's you writing. Yeah. And then, um, did you enjoy that? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like doing like the yeah, yeah. blog post. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, uh, it, it made me realize, like I said, like you're not that far away. Cause I pretty much covered stuff I thought was interesting or cool. Right. Wrote about relevant stuff at the time. It was a lot of money bag, yo, Kodak black, stuff like that. But then I remember I ended up doing something for, um, I did something for 24 hours and I did something for, uh, you know, some other people too, that ended up like reaching out for me to do it. And I was like, the Don Tolliver. I remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. Don is one of my favorite artists. So when when they said it during an interview, I was like, Oh, that's pretty fire. I wish I had some sort of something to go back to. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. I, um, I went to this Donda two show, back in February, 2022, we, we, you know, met with him and did everything, whatever. And then in the, um, in the box was Don Tolliver. He was like two seats down in the box with me. And I was just like, damn, it's kind of how things have changed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. That's so wild. Yeah. It was crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. So you're at, so you're in college and you're doing this, this, your own internship, right? Mm -hmm. After year two, or going into year two rather. So like at what point do you say like, you know what, this shit can really like like what was the definitive moment where you're like, this shit's working? Um I used to do this thing in college where I would make a new playlist on SoundCloud every two weeks and I would send it to like five people, then it became ten, then it became twenty. But like when those playlists started running up hella clicks and this and that and like people were telling me that like, like one of my homies that's from Chicago is like listening to Snapchat stories or something. And his homies that go to school in Chicago are like listening to the thing that I put together. That's when I was like, Oh wait, this oh, is kind of crazy. Shit. Yeah. And yeah. At, at that point huge... I'm running up like two to 700 plays because of my little network, which is not a million by any means. Yeah. But right. Just right. Like, Damn, this is actually but that's, crazy. That's huge. Like, yeah. That's huge if you're that's, just fucking around. You know? If you didn't do this, you could be a fucking DJ. You just threw a yeah. Wix together. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's fucking incredible. Shout out to Wix. Do you know man. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's not that. And that's. I think that's like a good takeaway for people that are listening, people that are watching, right? Like, it, you just did what you like doing mm-hmm. with nobody asking nobody for permission, you know? 
did you it's crazy <clears throat> did you have a lot of pressure on like wanting to succeed or you were just doing this shit just because you just loved it and purely because you loved it like the like the playlist for example the wix shit that you were doing and putting together was it were you doing with the you know the idea of eventually is going to get notoriety and it's going to get picked up and it's going to come back to me or you just was doing it because you for the love yeah man. you were having a good time i was yeah i was just doing it because i because it was fun and then because like i did i did love when i would go out and people would be like oh this we pregame to your thing like i did like that crazy too. playlist yeah, yeah. yeah i did like that which is kind of such lame, a curator but, yeah but um <laughs> i was one of the very 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 few people and this is also like i guess a piece of advice to like anybody in high school or college or even after college that's trying to like figure it out right now i was one of the very very few people in my like college friend group which you know it was, it was there was a lot of us that like i graduated and i still didn't know what was happening next and yeah. like, i feel like a lot of my crew came into senior year already knowing what job Their they were going to have after right. a lot of the crew right. and that was like i just i kept remembering so the pressure thing that you asked no but now it starts coming into play here a bit because i remember um you know one by one everybody was like officially getting their post college job offer this yeah, or that and it was right. like a random birthday like celebratory wednesday night we're gonna go to this bar and like get drinks because so and so just this and i remember like you know we came in a bunch of people had it figured out then one by one by one by one and i'm like oh man everyone's like you know what you're doing after that yeah. i'm like yeah i mean you know like playlists yeah I'm making these playlists. <laughs> that's yeah. what's up do you not listen to september <laughs> yeah. 2 bro like, were you <laughs> at that time were you getting like that's so killer uh, were you, did you have pressure on yourself or were you getting like outside pressure from like your parents and shit like that to maybe be like what, what are you gonna do so or, or or i'm sorry to cut you off or was like pops like hey you need to come over here we got some <laughs> shit cracking too over here at iheart we got a gig for you um i would say the pressure was 95 percent on myself right um, my parents would send me little things here and there. Indeed posts. Indeed posts. Sunkissed. Um, like, fuck that mom. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. And then um, my parents were like, you know, Dayton has a really good um, like six and five program where oh. you can get your MBA in just one extra year instead of two. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, bro, I'm You're like, done dude, with I'm this. not staying yeah, here. Yeah, there's no more college the on the, on the agenda. Like, that's no more school is happening. I'm done. You can get your Yeah, MBA. I'm not trying to do these tests anymore. I'm done. <laughs> there, so there was a little bit of that. I that's would say, sweet, though. They're trying yeah, to, yeah. They, no, they love you. Oh, yeah, yeah. All helpful. You know, they, um, you know, they're in the real world at the time. I was not. Yeah. They're telling right. me real shit about they're being practical. This this candidate for this job has it on there and this one doesn't. Right. This right. person's getting hired instead. Or if they're both getting hired, this person's starting at this salary instead, which is like yeah, yeah. real shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, I'm just no more school, bro. Like, dude, no. Every once in a while I have a dream where it's like I have a test and I'm like, wake up. I'm like, <laughs> you're so relieved. Yeah. In, in, in this journey, right, you're you working you grinding playlists right friends are getting picked up did you ever feel like a part where it's like shit it may not work um i never really felt like it wouldn't work but i'd be lying to you if i said like i've graduated college now i don't have anything super duper figured out you know i started like applying to some regular shit just in hopes regular? that i could I mean, like <laughs> target regular. How regular? 
like DoorDash. No, no, no <laughs> not, not like uh, like the Sunkiss stuff or like okay. you know, you know, different little sales jobs. I, I um, I worked for the like call center in college and I was like pretty good at getting donations. Like I like broke some records for no fucking Yeah, way. I was only doing it for like two years as opposed to people like before. He got, the, he got the voice lag on him. Like, yeah. Respect. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was interesting because they used to always say this is the dumbest rule of all time. They used to say your job is not to get a donation. Your job is to ask for a donation four times. And I'm like, bro, what? Forget that new script. Yeah. I get on the thing. I start <laughs> I talking to the that. person for like two three minutes about their day and this and that and blah 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 and then i ask nicely once if that would be something they would be interested in if they say no i pretty much move on to the next call and keep it pushing if and if they said yes which they did a lot i would do it yeah yeah i remember the one lady kept getting mad she's like four times four times i'm like well, i'm not trying to do that like <laughs> yeah okay so back on storyline so you're you're creating this playlist you're going on let's talk about how you get to create like mm-hmm. let's walk us through there actually yeah, yeah. i'm gonna I'm okay, stop him right there i want you to do the top 10 wheel before oh shit. We, oh yeah because yeah. we got a bunch of create questions for yeah, you yeah. so oh yeah let's have you do the top 10 wheel oh, first Vanna white here you go yeah oh, Vanna white that everybody. all right so you get three spins on this this is the top 10 wheel let's it's see pretty what self-explanatory it's very self-explanatory it's fun it's like a carnival oh come on man spin again you give a good spin give a good spin that thing you're not a gambling man huh he's like matter of fact i was in vegas <laughs> oh video reaction all right we're gonna show you something up here and we'll yep see what it is sometimes this uh, shit's crazy like today now <laughs> oh he's got it he's got it i'm wondering like what it actually is selected yeah, I have no clue what this is about to do. <laughs> no, it's not. It's nothing wild. It's it's occasionally it's really it's it's really funny. Occasionally it's really. It funny. reminds me of E Bombs World. Remember when you were younger? Sometimes you used to hit E Bombs World. Yep. Oh, just go to your uh, your shorts. Oh right right right. Yeah, I think you have it in there. All right, cool. Let's see what happens. No, you're good. good. It should pop up in a second. You guys got all the drinks in here. Yes. Yeah. Shout out, um, Brett Barish. We love Brett. Yeah, Barish. man. Brett is the homie. Also, man. shout out to Deacon. It's coming to California soon. Shorts. Okay. Today. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Happy Mark birthday! Sentence. Thanks. I got you all this money. Are you gifting your son this money? Are you doing this? No, this In this manner. Yo. These are all of it, mine? It's all for you. Oh, shoot. He's like baby blue face. No way! That's what you wanted? I don't think he can't even appreciate any of that. I think the most heating. Where's the PS5? Yeah, where? Yeah, there was empty box. I didn't see the. <laughs> you finesse your. Yeah, son, I would never you do give this. Him the empty box. I would never do this. If you had a kid, are you giving him money like this? Nah. You know what the main takeaway of this video is? You guys are 
smart with these YouTube shorts. 81k <laughs> It just broke a million, yeah. actually. You guys are tapped in on the shorts. Yeah, we're tapped in on it, but we make zero dollars off of it. Unfucking believable. Yeah. Shout out YouTube. Wouldn't be here without YouTube. Yeah, shout no, out YouTube. Shout out YouTube. 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 Shout out YouTube. Yeah, shout out YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it, it, all right, you get two more spins. It has created a whole ecosystem and like new set of millionaires. DDG quit all of a sudden, but he's actually a, a good rapper. That's he is a good game. rapper. Geekin is one of my favorites. Just saying. Video reaction. Oh no, nah, spin, nah, again. spin again. The shit might be kind of broke. Hold on. <laughs> again? That man needs to go to Vegas. Cap right. or no cap? Cap or no cap? Ooh, all right. I got this a question one's for actually you. Very controversial. And you can pass on it though. All right. There's been heated debates online that we have seen of people accusing Ice Spice of being an industry plant. Cap or no cap, Ice Spice is an industry plant. Super cap. Big Ice cap. Spice came to the Create Studio. She had 13,000 followers. I watched her and Riot both get this shit out the mud. Shout out James. Shout out Riot. They put it together. Mm -hmm. Super duper cap. Ice, Ice Spice is the real deal. Started on TikTok, right? Started on, she did the Erica Banks Busted Challenge. Started going viral. Shout out Erica Banks. Dropped the yeah. song. Bro, how, like, it doesn't get more organic than that. Right? It doesn't get more organic right. than That's that. Crazy so shit. what do you say to these fucking trolls? You say nothing. You don't I even mean, address them. Do some homework. <laughs> yeah. Do your homework. Do trolls. some homework. Stop hating and do yeah. your homework. That's crazy, man. That that whole like thing that you came and did a freestyle on somebody else's song who was popular at the time and like it's literally smart. It's fucking it's smart. taking the the whole music industry by storm. And Bro, they say she, she didn't even do a freestyle. She just did the dance. She just did the dance, posted it on TikTok. Her yeah. TikTok starts going up. Then she drops a song because she has eyes on her. Right. It was genius. Yeah. Right. Shout out Riot too for putting yeah, that Riot. together. Shout no, out he's, man the, Riot, man. he's the real brains behind that man. shit. Riot and James, Yo. they're on some shit, bro. Shout out Yo. to them. Riot is goaded. Yeah, Riot is goaded. You get yeah. a, you get another spin. The whole oh, yeah. album is his too. Yeah, you don't see that executive produced shit like that anymore. Yeah, that's true. You don't see that. I'm about to throw the fucking. Coming. I'm about to throw the wheel away, man. One more spin, bro. Do you get bro. video reaction again? I got video. You got a and cap or no cap again? Copper drop. Okay. All right, we'll show you something. You tell us if you cop it or drop it. And what's funny is, Since I don't know how I feel about this one. Are you copying this? This is are basically the oh AM. They have an AMG one. Yeah, they're basically saying fuck the Model X. This is what we fucking with right now, bro. Are you? Where do you stand? Yeah, cop. Right. How do you not? They make a Maybach version of that. That's pretty hard. You get one more spin. Gabe is saying he's saying the spins were booty. That's crazy. Would you cop though? Yeah, I'll cop. Cop. I'll right. cop. That's it's tough. It the is unanimous cop. I've always been a fan of the the more the like bigger uh, the bigger body. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 They're, they're fucking tough. sick. The, that kind of looks. That's like the the evolution of a GLE coupe. Like eventually, it's gonna get there. You know what I mean? Because GLE, I don't care, is a hot it's car. But everybody everybody sure. drives it. That's why we don't drive it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, that's oh, you get one more spin. Yeah, Gabe is saying spinner. What? Oh, that's sick. Really Top sick. Oh, come on. Oh, one more. Give him one more. One spin. more. Fuck this spin. I low key hate this thing now. Would you rather? Oh, okay. Damn. All right, let's see. What, what do we got? <clears throat> oh, shit. Okay, so this is kind of crazy. So, would you rather. Sign an artist that you really, really like, love and believe in, right? 
Um, or someone who just like objectively cranks out just bangers, like industry bangers. So it's like you basically are <laughs> left with like the passion, right? And then the profit. That's a tough one, especially today. Right. That's a tough one. And being in the position that you're in and being right. able to see things. Knowing like, all the avenues. Yeah. The love of the music, I sorry to say, is not there anymore. It's about how much money we can make. That's a that's a component sure. of it. That's a yeah. component of it. I wouldn't say I'd say Kendrick Lamar really loves his well, album. I, I was out. listening to J. Cole earlier and yeah. I was like, he actually had a song that like Friday Night Lights used to make me cry. Oh my gosh, that yeah. project is too good, bro. Yeah. I think there's the there's, there's artists that. there's artists that definitely have passion. I think there's no way that yeah it it, it would die if it, they didn't yeah so, you know. so what you doing you working on a pageant project that you're <laughs> yeah, you spending all your money on project? you going broke on this shit or you making <laughs> money which one i mean what i've actually done to pull from real examples is played like a small play like a role in a lot of popular artists who are going up whether i like help them with their youtube channels or help them on the publishing side or right you know help them with little things here and there and then like learned enough to be able to find something that I really, really believe in. Like the artist Bloody I'm working with from New York right now, who we started like super, super early. Yeah. And he had 3000 followers on Instagram, no Spotify, no nothing. And now three months in a hundred K plus on Spotify, he just hit 50 K wow. on Instagram. Yeah. Shout out him. So yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So dope, basically man. a spin move out the question. <laughs> Still playing basketball, respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> respect. Tween, tween. <laughs> I respect that. So that's actually a fantastic segue into talking about Create. So um, for those, you know, for people that don't know, right, um, I mean, how would you describe what you guys are doing at Create? Yeah, so I mean, I think the best description is probably like it's, it's an, you know, in, independent company with every individual label service so you can come to create to do youtube monetization you can come to create to do a full distribution deal you can come to create to do publishing you can come to create to utilize marketing opportunities and the marketing branch and this and that so it's basically you know at this point it's still a, a tech driven data company but um yeah i think that's the best way to describe it like i think independent distributor is probably the best industry label to put on it right 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 but if you had to tell someone yeah i would say like i mean we got a lot of like super exciting stuff in the publishing world too and um you know we work with a, a ton of different people on the youtube side of things too and um you know yeah so there's there's a whole bunch of you know different things we can do and you know even from back on like I always wanted to just, you know, play a role in a lot of different artists' careers. And this has been like the best place to do that because there's just, you know, you're like unlimited the, opportunity. You're like Robin Hood in a way. Like you're you're going <laughs> out there and you're going like so they have to love you in a way. Getting them the money. Yeah. 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 Whether it's getting you the money from like the, the like the royalties, right? And like the publishing and shit like that, or I'm helping your shit pop off. Yeah. Bro, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. I mean it, it's crazy because I feel like it's a business with a conscience, right? Yeah. It's in the interest of the artist, right? Hundred percent. But what's even funnier is you led with the word data, right? So a lot of it is like it's like data driven. It's like analytics and then but you're also infusing that with art, right? Which is very different. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like artists yeah. are very different. You got the right? AI hit. They're not necessarily yeah. like numbers people. Right. So how do you bridge that gap? Like when you go into a convert, like, cause I feel like you happen to be kind of like a, um, a hybrid. Yeah. Totally. Right. Like you can be in the data, but yeah. also be totally creative and in, in the art world. So yeah, like, exactly. I think it's also too, like just, I guess I've never really thought about being grateful for this, but right. shout out to you guys for making me be more, <laughs> be more grateful for, for life. But I guess I have a lot, I owe it a lot to, um, just like the time I was born in and growing up in and stuff, because right. like my music experience, you know, I was listening and consuming a lot of music before streaming platforms were fully fleshed out. But for the most part, it is 99% internet world right my music it's experience, not physical you know media. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i would get the cd i would get the cd to have it to have it in my room but i would still download every track off limewire yeah like <laughs> that makes it okay right because i didn't buy it yeah yeah but um technically paid yeah technically so paid. i think it's just an interesting like middle ground and then you know being being here now it's cool to think about like and i guess i have a little bit to attribute it to to doing the instagram page early on like how doing one thing a certain way can make the internet react a certain way. And that's why like, um, you know, like everyone should go download like vidIQ. It's a really cool plugin for YouTube. Like it's one of my favorite things. You can see like how many views each video is doing per hour. And I think things like that are cool when you go to more like curated type channels that aren't for an individual artist. So think of like a lyrical lemonade or a world right. star or um you know to, to shine some light on some dope upcoming ones like uh you know like a on the raid on the radar or a you know rari digital or mosh pit or some of these up and coming ones where you can see a whole bunch of different artists there right and you can um you can see like how people stack up against each other right this video is three weeks old and he's still doing 400 views an hour this one's three weeks old he's doing 40. this yeah. one's three weeks old he's doing yeah. one to two like so it's really cool to like watch a lot of those right. different things and then, right. you know, figure out like, it's kind of on some Mr. Beast shit, like figure out what are these ones that are all doing 40 an hour have in common? Right. Maybe there's a lot of like element of like dissing to it. Maybe they all have brighter, more color, colorful thumbnails maybe. So there's a lot of that too. And then once you're just watching the stuff, you can kind of just figure out like, okay, this is how you give this the best chance of working. Now, if you believe in it, like a passion project, you can kind of like push it like that. Right. Yeah. Right. I want to ask in this, it seems like you're doing so much good. Where's the bad? Or is there, if there, if, is there any bad? And if so, what is it? It's just that I'm such like a slave to my phone. Like <laughs> I can't yeah. like, like I pretty much am just going like the whole time. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like a balance of like, work life yeah and like enjoying like the other moments and this and that but like i don't know i mean i pretty much just been like 100 percent on go pretty much this whole time i mean most of my people like will you know echo the, the statement of like i might be one of like the most reliable people in their life like they'll hit me on there it could be 2 a.m it could be this that yeah and you know that style is like led to good and bad, like super late night phone calls or my phone just going off or whatever. But yeah, I would say like, it's hard for me to, uh, like, 
I don't even know. People are always like, how don't you care about traveling or this or that or whatever? And I guess maybe I should like think about it more to care about it. But don't worry about it now. You'll get to a point in your life or whenever you decide you want to start a family and shit like that, you'll have that moment of realization where you're like, oh, shit, this is this is not my style. anymore. But I mean, my screen time is like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I might hit 17 hours or something like that. Yeah. I've hit I've definitely hit 17 hour days before. I've had like I've looked at like 17, 11, like. Fuck. random yeah like it's pretty crazy dude but you know it's um <laughs> does it hurt your eye like have you noticed visual impairment over time not really <laughs> but uh do you have blue light filter glasses or or with all in that statement do you feel like you will relinquish some of these tasks to somebody else do you feel like you can let go of the reins well not really not necessarily let it go but delegate certain tasks and maybe you have like an assistant or certain things that you do now but like mm. somebody who'd be like under you or yeah. you teach them the the game it's funny because i ask a lot of different i do i do have a lot of a, a much bigger team now than i did before i have a team of you know nine people underneath me now or this time last year year and a half ago it was two people so it's growing oh but, my god um, i i more so like you know, kind of like teaching them the skills and then have them kind of like go out and like hunt for like what they're looking for. But uh, it's funny you bring that up because I make it a point to ask a lot of like big lawyers that I might do this deal with or this manager or whatever, like how do you figure out that balance of like, I'm gonna let this go a little bit and let some other people do it, but I know it's not gonna be done as well but it's gonna open me up to be able to do different things or the quantity can increase so it balances it out but i don't know right. it's 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 tricky it's a it's, a, it's tricky yeah and you're, wa- either you're one walking of you guys figure it out please let me know <laughs> a, i used to be very gung-ho like you know because i'm in the business too so i travel all the time i didn't care i didn't have any like internal clock but you know i, I recently had a family started a family and shit like that and it has changed my whole perspective on like what's work and what's important to me you get what i'm saying yeah what's worth your time yeah how much skin you have in the game and like when are you willing to shit you know say it's enough but it's never enough but do you get what i'm saying by your reliableness and you being like that see look you've grown to an extra you know x amount of people in this amount of time so I guess like you know it comes with the the pros and cons by you giving up your personal life pretty much and that Mm -hmm. camaraderie of like probably having like a decent night if you have a spouse you know a girlfriend whatever that decent quietness it, nah, it doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> it doesn't work because i could just tell by your personality that if you see the phone ring even like the dating you're gonna answer doesn't it work. Yeah. yeah you're gonna answer it because like me you're yeah answer, answer it. it yeah yeah I, yeah and like at a certain point too i became mature enough to realize it's not fair to her either like you right know what i mean yeah. right so it's like right. Yeah, it's tricky. It's, it's tricky. tricky. As fuck. It's tricky. It's like the more I get successful, the more I give up my personal life. It's tricky. Life. Yeah, yeah. It's Something has to always give. You know, right? That's yeah. How much? I know, because it's like. But you'll cross that bridge when you get. There. Yeah, exactly. It's like the skin in the game thing you were talking about. Like, the. If I'm there for someone 99 times and I'm not that 100th time, yeah, it's the irrational fear to me of like them being like oh, I'm not even going to hit him up like that anymore because, you know, he's not there for me anymore. Right. Even if I was 99 out of 100 times, yeah. that irrational fear, like, kicks like, in. Yeah, yeah, just 
that that's what like it's like the delusion that like keeps you going sort of yeah it's crazy that's crazy i want to yeah. talk i want to expand a little more on create mm -hmm. so uh this is like this is funny this is like basically a commercial for create at this point oh yeah but i want to talk about label engine yoon flighthouse and what i think is kind of revolutionary the create carbon card yep so i laid yeah. it out you you explain yeah so label engine independent distributor with advanced tech so kind of think you know other self-service distribution options but the the tech is a lot more advanced and really my understanding is the blueprint for it in the very very beginning was it to be a self-service for labels specifically not for got artists it. got it so the built-in accounting that you can do <sighs> to make sure things are you know post distribution fee um you know the artists are getting their share of this or if you're acting as a distributor for a production company or whatever like it has all of that built into it um next on the list i think was yoon yeah yoon shout out my man richard dude is a genius like just the most you know licensing the most viral clips on the internet like and wow. i think that yeah there's such an interesting niche there as far as like non-music content monetization right which i do dabble in a bit but i do it for music artists for artists -music yeah, yeah content right so like monetizing On instagram lives that get yeah like when like trippy and six nine are like two big ones so like when they used to go live back in the day together and it was oh, like oh and people would it was like YouTube. run stop whatever i'm doing run to my phone screen I record actually, oh. actually, i still enjoy those those are some of my good yeah, yeah. yeah i like a little like internet beef yeah. it's actually fun it's entertaining you know yeah what, what about when he when he first got home from jail and dropped gooba and went live and broke all the instagram records uh, right ran the champagne and shit i remember that that was right a funny one. that's a big one yeah. yeah i learned a lot working with him yeah like some of the biggest lessons but yeah um flight house flight house is the biggest brand account on tiktok meaning like non-individual influencer and you know they have so much stuff you know underneath them now they have the agency side of the business where they're responsible for making a lot of things go extremely viral on tiktok you know having relationships with the best you know influencers on the platform because they do original content too is super super cool and yeah i mean i've gotten to see them do you know a lot of really cool things um like you know music milkshake like games where it might be like sweetie with this 12 year old girl who's super <laughs> popular and they play like a super chopped and screwed reverse version of the song whoever guesses it first wins stuff like that so um super super cool yeah my whole create journey actually started from a flight house internship oh no fucking way yeah so, that's, so you were interning with flight house exactly yeah wow. digital marketing position and i sent my instagram page and that wix website <laughs> instead of the resume yeah that's genius fire. and they yeah. took it they're like oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, but the, i heard you say that too all it takes sometimes is a different set of eyes to look at the problems and then yeah. like it could be totally different exactly that's a fire bar too yeah wow no exactly and then uh the carbon card oh the carbon card yeah i mean one thing like transparency has been a really really important piece to create for each and every single one of their our clients um and that's even something that like is 
definitely a big big part of my personal mission is to try to like make sure artists like understand their worth that's why i always push people especially in the beginning to like you know do an independent release or two because you don't know that this you know major label advance or this or that is or isn't a good deal you might just know that you've never seen a hundred thousand dollars before you've never seen four hundred fifty thousand dollars before you've never seen a million dollars before but like Bro, if, if, if your music makes, if you can make $10,000 in a month, yeah, right. $100,000 deal is terrible. Right. And also if you... Over time, for sure. If your music makes $50 a month and somebody's offering you $100,000, that might be the best deal possible and they must really believe in you. So that, yeah. that's your team right there. You know what I <laughs> right. mean? Right, 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 so, right. It's just different ways of looking at it. But that's why I always yeah. kind of like push people to like, bro, like... Try, just do one or two to see where you're at see where you're at yeah. and then make a decision off of that wow so the but the carbon card and the carbon card <laughs> yeah, basically that's what we were talking about the carbon yeah. card basically gave these artists so everything we do is you know monthly monthly payments monthly accounting um you get paid every month etc but the right. carbon card actually kind of like took it a step further where these artists can have a card and they can access those earnings in real time and basically, wow. as you're seeing, the way a lot of these platforms work is like, you know, this DSP pay, pays monthly, but it's on a three-month delay. Right. YouTube pays monthly, but it's on a one-month delay, whatever. Right. right. But we're able to basically use our client portal as like a mirror to show you wow. what data is happening in real time. And then you can have access to this card that basically. Wow. Is it, is it a situation where you guys basically front the cash until the money actually comes back? Exactly, yeah. Oh, so is there interest on that money? It's their money. There is no interest on the money. I think you guys should put interest on it. You think we should? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I have a question too. I think I, it's a great, that is a revolutionary and, uh, item. And legally, you may or may not be able to answer me this, but like, how does this create splits work? It's different for every artist. Yeah, it's different for every artist. Mm. Oh, for sure. So yeah. Drake is like, I'm coming to create. <laughs> hey, you're like, Shout out I want it all. I was just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drake's hey. name on anything? <laughs> gold. Hey. Yeah, turns to gold. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, I do want to get this in for people that are listening or watching. For anybody that just has. Imagine someone who has no fucking idea what an A&R is. Uh-huh. Walk them through it. <laughs> Give There's, me the day to day. So, it's so, it's so <laughs> weird, though. I it's mean, hilarious. No, no, I just... Yeah, yeah, all right. So tec- you're like the best person to give this answer. Yeah, yeah. I so just want you to know that. Technically, on paper, an A&R's job is they're responsible for scouting, finding, signing talent, and then developing that talent, helping them with you know, every step along the way. A&Rs, if I were to, you know, make it a one one sentence, one phrase thing is like, you're responsible for finding, signing, and developing that talent that you sign. But, you know, it's so multifaceted at this point. There's a lot of different people who are A&Rs. Me, me as an A&R, I'm like, you know, finding and signing talent helping them in a lot of different facets, doing a lot of different things. There's some other A&Rs that like, all they do is they go to the studio with that artist at whatever label they're at. And they're like the real person that's in the room with them doing whatever. They might be, you know, listening to a bunch of music beforehand, putting playlists together, sitting with the artists, like getting them in the mood for whatever they're doing. Um, There's other A&Rs who, my fault, there's other A&Rs who, uh, 
you know, they're just, you know, locked in on analytics, signing stuff that's moving off TikTok or this or that or whatever. Right. So it's become um, a big It's position. evolved. There's other A&Rs yeah. who don't do anything. That just yeah. put it in their Instagram bio. <laughs> They're just A&Rs. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to them, too. Yeah, shout out to them. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Wow. As I feel this thing starting to, like, come to an end, like, what's the, for you, Carl, like, because, you know, creatives like your job and, like, what you do, what's the end goal like or obviously it's evolving every day but like what do you want to come from all this but obviously bringing information and bringing like awareness to everybody and right helping everybody collect but where do you see it going because I, I don't i still don't know but for some reason having this conversation i see it being something much bigger and you haven't even like got it yet yeah i mean it changes every day like there's <laughs> there's kind of like two constants like one thing is always i was like i'm trying to get I'm trying to get like, like I always wanted to be like Jimmy Iovine, basically. That's like, the feeling I'm getting. Bro. Yeah, I always wanted to be like Jimmy Iovine. Like Shout you look at, you look at um, the like Billboard Hot 100, and he's just like, Gwen Stefani, Lady Gaga. They, you know, remastered this Tupac release and packaged it and put it out. Eminem, <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. Like Marilyn Manson, boom, 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 boom. Like crazy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I had a time where I was super, super focused on producers and publishing and doing different publishing deals where I think in April 2021, I had like 25 songs on the Billboard Hot 100. A lot of like oh, wow. Rod Wave stuff, Polo G, Pop Shout Smoke, Posthumous Wave. Album. Yeah, yeah like yeah. just a ton of stuff. And then I was like, oh shit, like You're doing look it, at man. it, boom. But then I was like, no, I got to you know, sign a bunch of artists and do it on the master side now or this or that. But the, the, the two constants always been like getting closer to where I want to get to every day as if it's a big step and I connect with this producer I'm excited about, this artist I'm excited about. And, you know, we game plan for 10 minutes. That's still getting closer. Yeah. If it's something crazy, like I go Instagram live with Tay K on his birthday two years ago. Right. And I gained 5,000 followers once that's I get great. out. Yeah, that's yeah. a big step. But either way, they're both wins because it's whatever. Yeah. So I'd say like a little bit of that. And then also, um, you know, I, I realized one time when I was talking to all these different creatives about like potential like create deals, whether it's a YouTube, you know, servicing them on YouTube or a bigger deal or this or that. Once I like realized like, OK, if I go onto the call and my goal is when I get off the call, I want you to have a better understanding of what's going on in this crazy music world that you're trying to navigate. If we get on the call and we get off the call and after we're off the call, you know more than when we got on, that's a win. Yeah. Boom, move on to the next thing. Not did they sign or did they sign up or whatever. Right. And once I changed it to that, that's when as a byproduct, all this stuff really it started got better. picking up more and more. Yeah. That's fucking incredible, man. Yeah. Um, first of all, Thank you for tapping in with us. Oh, thank you guys. Man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if we want people to stay tapped in with you, what's the best way? I would say probably Instagram, uh, Carl Legrette, at C Legrette on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's probably the best way. But everybody be sure to stay tapped in, too tapped in. Because I got to bring stay a whole bunch of artists in. here. 
Every single time. Bring them. You heard it here Every first. We want to scoop up Millie Rock and scoop up all our blessings <laughs> in the process. Thank you again, on. man. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for tapping in with us. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Hit the bell. We're tapping out. <laughs>